Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. First and foremost, I want to, when it becomes midnight, it will be my grandmother's 88th birthday, and she is gone in the flesh, but oh my goodness, and spirit, come on. So sometimes I have to be careful what I say and do, because I'm thinking, oh shit, she's wagging her finger at me. I can't believe you did that. When I record this show, I know sometimes she's probably thinking, do you really have to say those bad words? You're talking about these classics. I mean, she loved Dr. Zhivago. Oh, God. Why? Come on. She loved Omar Sharif. Come on. My grandmother loved the, the classic stars. So when the American Film Institute, wink, wink, um would do those lists and I finally got into the classics she was she was ecstatic she said oh my god you're finally into them and she said I, I just want you to know that Mae West was my favorite I said okay and so when so she died on February 4th 2001 and that week after the funeral one night I was up late at night as I I'm a night owl at heart and a documentary came on, Mae West and the men that loved her. And I thought, or the men that she loved, and the men who knew her, there we go. And I thought, oh, that's her way of saying, I'm fine, here I am, don't worry. Okay. Here's a little bit of Mae West. husband did you think I should get? Mm, I should take a single man, leave the husbands alone. Well, I can always tell a lady when I see one. Yeah, what do you tell them? I had a shooter lion once. Really? Was he mad? Well, he wasn't exactly pleased about it. <laughs> uh, you were wonderful tonight. I'm always wonderful at night. <laughs> Aren't you forgetting that you're married? I'm doing my best. What's a good a resistant temptation? There'll always be more. I wish you'd forget your principles, Ruby. I must have you. Your golden hair, your fascinating eyes, alluring smile, and lovely arms. Your form divine. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this a proposal or you take an inventory? You certainly know the way to a man's heart. Oh, funny, too, because I don't know how to cook. I'm sorry you think more of your diamonds than you do of your soul. I'm sorry you think more of my soul than you do of my diamonds. <laughs> Do I bother you if I look over your shoulder? No, do I bother you? <laughs> I'll never forget you. No one ever does. Well, it's better to be looked over than overlooked. <laughs> Great town, St. Louis. You were born there? Yes. What part? By all of me. <laughs> What'd you do? Get your hair cut or have your ears moved down? You know I've been mad about you from the first time I laid eyes on you. Well, you're my whole world. What do you want to do, drive me to a madhouse? No, oh, I'll call you a taxi. Young lady, are you trying to show contempt for this court? No, I'm doing my best to hide it. I wonder what kind of a woman you really are. Too bad, but I can't give out samples. I should come up sometimes, see me. Why don't you come up sometime and see me? I'm home every evening. My grandmother would emulate that. Growing up in Oakland, California, where she once told us they would put bags of shit on someone's doorstep and set them on fire. Isn't that hilarious? Yep. Mm. Mae West saved Paramount Pictures. She lived a long life. She died on November 22nd, 1980. The same year I was born. So, hey, 
I, I loved her. I loved her. And when I first discovered her through the American Film Institute, I thought, oh, I have to watch those movies. Mae West was... She was style. She was attitude. You thought Betty Davis was attitude. Mae West's attitude was... She took... Well, first of all, she was from Brooklyn, New York, okay? She was from Brooklyn. And never changed her her dialect, you know, just like Barbara Streisand. I think a lot of people like to judge Barbara. Oh, she's difficult. She's a diva. But one thing is she never forgot where she came from, which is Brooklyn, New York. And kept how she spoke in that Brooklyn cadence, which is so beautiful. Okay, she wasn't. Oh, she was from Mae West was from Kings County, New York, but she had that accent. Very thick. Born on August seventeenth, eighteen ninety-three. Mary Jane West started out in vaudeville. Went to jail because she did a a play called Sex. On Broadway, it featured interracial couples. It featured homosexuality, and and so Mae West went to jail, and she saw that as a badge of honor. Very interesting character, and she was really a character. And I I could see why my grandmother enjoyed mimicking her growing up at that time. Yeah. To catch Mae West, I mean, think of the people that emulated her, like Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett did a Mae East from the Carol Burnett show. Janet Jackson even did a Mae West impression. So Madonna can... Here's the thing with Madonna, and I'm not hating on Madonna. Madonna is someone who takes different personas from different people. She took, you know, she tried to emulate... Um, Marlena Dietrichs and um, yeah and I love Marlena Dietrich I really really truly do uh, and and Madonna you know Madonna Madonna up until a point was a legend but you can't take Mae West style there's only one Mae, even the drag queens knew there's only one Mae West and I loved her style I loved how she spoke. And I want to give a shout out to my friends over in New York and in Connecticut. But mainly my friends on Long Island. My friend has a very thick Long Island accent. And when he's tired, you can hear it. He, you know, we've talked about this. Because that's who he is. That's who he is. I know he's listening because he's a, he's a late night man, you know. So, but... And, and we've talked about film But Mae West Oh they really should come out with a Funko Pop of Mae West I loved her Oh my goodness And um There's there's a really great interview she, when she went to England Okay In the 1940s Is this it? It's for Pathé Let's see if I can find it Miss Mae West Oh okay you know, when I play these things, 
looking for it. Yeah, because she was on a boat. May West. And what she says about the men in England. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Here we go. Is this it? Yeah, I think so. Women in the news does Mae West less than justice. She makes news. She is news. Hence the photographers and reporters meeting her at Southampton. May is here to put on her own stage show. She hasn't married, she says, because that would spoil her hobby, which is men. May hopes that every man in Britain will come up and see her sometime. Well, gentlemen, that's a challenge. Okay, so that's just a, that's just a trailer. That's just a trailer of... of uh... Because, you know, back then they would do the newsreels. And the newsreels. Let's see. I think it's in this clip. Mae West was a superstar. She was. So this is a clip from Mae West. The men who knew her. Robert Osborne is in it, too. That's true. With her long platinum blonde curls, the world's premier state siren also had the longest eyelashes. In 1948, May left for England. Dom DeLuise narrating. She was 55 now, but there was no let up in her plans for new productions and new plays, work, and being May West. Nothing else mattered. Well, I, uh, I want to ask you a lot of rather intimate questions. First of all, what do you think of men? Men? <laughs> well, men of my career. Uh, May, tell me, what is your hobby? My hobby is men. <laughs> May, one thing I'd like to ask you, what, do, what is your definition of love? Love? Love is uh, what you make it and who you make it with. It can be a, uh, an art, a luxury, a physical culture. <laughs> May West, I want to ask you one thing. What is your greatest ambition? My greatest ambition? Well, if you come up and see me sometime, I'll let you know. Well, let's not waste any time. Let's go. She sailed over on the Queen Mary, was there in London, never went to Paris, never went to any of the European countries there. And I thought to myself, why would you go all that way and not go sightseeing at least? And But May wasn't like that. Well, it was wonderful there in London, England. The men were terrific. They were a little reserved, and I'm not. <laughs> a little reserved, and I'm not. <laughs> Goodness. From 1932 until 19... Was it 1978, Sextet? She was making movies. She was making movies into her 80s. And so that's where we come back to Granny. Grandma. That was a little nickname I called her. She didn't mind. Who would have been 88 today. But is forever floating around and fully aware of that. I know some people... Here's the thing. I'm not religious whatsoever. She was. She was Catholic. But she often... You know, there were there were some ugly... Well, there's not some. There's a lot of ugly, 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 nasty secrets within the Catholic Church. 
And if you're Catholic, you might as well turn this off right now. And so she had a problem with that. And I don't blame her. She didn't, she didn't think that she should confess to a man who had never been married. I don't blame her right there. She thought, she thought it was really BS. Um, her mother who married a divorcee, my great grandfather, um, uh, didn't get the something that you get when you're Catholic, and that pissed her off. So I don't blame her. Um, but whenever I tell people, and they say, "Hey, man, she she passed on," and I'm like, "Well, I wasn't raised religious, so when someone, if I sense their spirit, I sense their spirit." So, yeah, it doesn't matter if you can't see them. If they're around, they're around. So happy birthday, Grandma. September 2nd, 1933. And a couple of minutes. This is the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. And oh, Mae West. I think Mae West, you know, Mae West influenced Elvira. Think of the humor. Think of the the sassiness of Elvira. And that, you know, I always say unpleasant dreams. And I'd like to ask Elvira, what did, what did she think of Mae West? Maybe she's a dark-haired version of Mae West. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>